Hey, it's Brian, and welcome to TPM The Walk-On. Today's episode, Joel talks himself into a Brooklyn Nets final future while we break down the best of college bull season with comedian Eli Sayers. And now, from the remote bet bunker in Brooklyn, here is your host, Joel Wolkowski. The thing that stinks about doing a bull preview, and this week we're doing a deep dive into all the bulls that fall between December 24th and December 30th, because there are a lot of them. There's We've too many. We've already missed out on a lot of great bulls. Hey, that that happens, and that happens to a lot of uh, uh, people that smoke weed. You know, they miss a lot of bulls. You know? Yeah, you you miss all the bulls you don't take, especially <laughs> if you're like going to something your girlfriend makes you go to. I don't know about that. Oh, I, this this sounds personal, Joel. I, this is what it sounds like. No, no, no. Things are not personal no, no, no. at all. This is just an amalgam of maybe other people's shared experiences that I put forth, and it's not a reflection on my own personal life. Although nothing would embarrass me as much as how I just stumbled out of the gate in the NBA. I <laughs> sure I won on the Nets game last night, but yes. I lost on the Clipper Laker game, which was that again, was a little topsy turvy for sure. Yeah, again, LeBron he loves to kick your ass in the regular season, the greatest of all time, but not to put money on. No, you gotta let. Well, I not yet, not for LeBron. This is LeBron's. He's got a. He's he's using his coach eye, and he's like, boo, 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 boo. he's figuring out what's the best lineup for him and the team, and then and then you can cash in. Yeah, it's a long way to go, and I just underestimated how galvanized the Clippers were. Like I broke up with the Clippers. Anyone who listens to the Prop Network knows that's my squad, but I dropped them last night, and then today. I I look at the lines when I'm waking up. I'm feeling around. I, I like a couple of favorites at home in picks mm-hmm. this evening, you know. But I'm like, oh, you know what? The Rockets are playing the Thunder. I know Harden might not be playing, but right. the Thunder are tanking. There's a lot of guys who are in an NBA rotation for the first time against uh, John Wall with everything <laughs> to prove. Yeah. And uh, what happened there, Brian? Oh, just uh, everyone got the COVID. Everyone visited not a strip club and has been ruled ineligible to play. Joel, it wasn't a strip club, okay? It was it was a it was a place of business that Harden was going to because his girl was doing things. Okay, yeah, yeah, he said he was supporting his friend, and if you watch the video, he's getting a briefcase, a piece of luggage as a gift. That's my favorite part of this whole thing. He's getting a briefcase with the money I am losing on this bet, hanging out in not a strip club, which is, I guess, every business in the entire Houston area. <laughs> but it's a good spot. You got you probably got some good wings there for sure. Yeah, he got the lemon pepper. And uh, we, we do live in, this is the golden age of NBA basketball because just like the bubble it all starts with a strip club story. You need that as you launch. And the NBA, they're already hitting the milestones for an amazing season. Yes, every Christmas story, that uh, NBA Christmas story that kids listen to, it starts at the at the club. Then it goes to Santa's house. That's how it works. Yeah. After party. But you just gave me an idea. NBA Christmas story? Kyrie oh. Irving wants a BB gun? and. Oh you know, you can have JaVale McGee get his tongue stuck to a pole. Yes. There's just so much you can do. I love that. Yeah. That's so good. It's there. Let's get CJ Taladano on the line <laughs> and let's make this happen. Yeah. Hold on one second. Text from the fiance. But we got, but you know, I got, my eyes are pretty big right now. I hate oh, to yeah. admit it. I yeah, I see those pupils. I, I see those pupils over my LCD screen. I didn't want to fall in love, Brian. I got I was in a real casual relationship with the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah. You know, they were by my work. I could go to games on my way home and be very convenient, uh, you know, yeah. get a little fun in before going home to the lady. And, uh, you right. know, I dropped them for a while. We haven't seen each other too much in years. And I remember our, our, our high points, trips yeah, to yeah. Barbados. You know, you even got it in a little action with me in Barclays. Yeah, it was great. It was the best time. I love that place. Convenient for us both. And I I even still look at the pictures occasionally. Think about the memories of me. Memories. 
and it was never going to do be anything serious. So, you know what? Huh. I think it might be getting a little serious because there's a new man in town, and his name is Kevin Durant. And he's so good. And he's not just so good. He's so underappreciated. He's playing in our borough, and he's got everything to prove. And you know what? The Nets looked like an amazing basketball team last night. Out the gate. Out the gate, they look good. Yeah. And you know what? I think I want to fire up the Props Network Future Calculator, if you can, and yeah. look at the Nets NBA championship odds, 6-1. to one. Maybe there will be better value at some point. But for me, emotionally right now, just seeing the way that team played in one game, that's a potential title team to me. That's a title team, and they even haven't even put in they, they still have to wait for all the other players the the nets players have been there for a couple of years to stop staring at kevin durant and kyrie after that happens this team is going to gel because they're like oh my god i can't believe these guys are on every team bro like we, i can't believe they're here especially kd in the east so that is a pretty much easy go-to win in what we're seeing right now and i you know i'm, I'm excited to see how this unfolds and see how uh how Joe Harris steps up, how we get Lavert. I think this is Lavert shows. I think knows is that he could be six man of the year right now. Yeah, he absolutely could be. And you know, it's a basketball team. It's not just a super team. Everyone in their supporting roles, they fit the part. So I think six to one isn't terrible value. Mm -hmm. And you know what? Yeah. Sometimes you bet to make money. Sometimes you want to just win, but I've, I've, always kind of been a fan for this team with all my Detroit teams being awful. I need to just take the plunge. I need to yes. make an emotional commitment to the nets. Oh and, yeah. And that's by buying a future hundred bucks next six to one. Thank you props network for giving me the tools to compare all these odds with two friggin' clicks. I've got this thing anchored to my window. I would do that even if I wasn't working here and you know what? Props Network is great. If you like them, hit subscribe on that YouTube channel. Hit subscribe on those iTunes. And you know what? Join us for this journey. We're putting out the best gambling stuff there is. And it's pointless for you to be in a state with legal sports betting without getting on board with it. But let's move on. Let's have a blast. Because it's B-Bowl season. We've got the minor bowls with two amazing matchups. I'm not going to lie. There's two matchups I'm freaking hyped about. Yeah. And there's no one to get hyped about college football with better than our panelist, our college football expert, the, the wild one himself, Eli Sayers. What's up, everybody? Eli. What's How y'all doing? I'm, I'm well heated in this bunker, let me tell you. We got a little oh. space heater. It's bowl season. I'm excited. Man, toasty that's toast. I remember the bunker being a frigid place and you know, maybe that's just because I'm at home and the entire apartment is being warmed by the dog's farts right now. <laughs> hey, those are good farts. Those are class A farts, baby. No, that's those nice. Those are D1 good. farts. Yeah. So You're in the, the Brian Mitchell seat. <laughs> yeah. And you know, we had, we, we had such an eventful weekend of college football. We, the playoff field is set. We've got an amazing lineup of yeah. bowl games, but before we really get into what's really going on, I think something kind of historically significant happened with your Alabama team. And yeah, what was that? Well, it's like all year we've seen, we've been monitoring these Heisman odds, right? And oh, are you talking about how like the whole team's up for a Heisman? <laughs> Well, it's also like this. We know where the Heisman is going. Hi, Devonta is getting the Heisman Trophy, and uh, he's the favorite. Devonta's the favorite, right? Yeah, he's now, a. Did he pull ahead of Mac? Yeah, I, he's now a prohibitive favorite. There are exit polls oh. for Heisman voters, and it's gonna go to him. And I think it's pretty interesting, actually, because he's he'll be the first receiver to win the award since 1988. A, a word. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was 91. I, I didn't have it right in my head. 90, I, are, you, are you certain that Mac uh, – I, I would love it if Devontae won. I don't. I wouldn't count Mac out. I think there might be people who voted before the Devontae buzz happened. You know what I mean? Okay. Well, if, if you think there might be value in it, 
Let's take a look and around. I'm not that. talking about what I want. I'm happy with anyone on that team getting the Heisman. And you, I have a, I have a scary suspicion that the vote's going to be split, and then Sunshine Trevor Lawrence is going to sneak in there, or, or Kyle Trask is going to sneak in there. I mean, if that happens, Trevor Lawrence did, in my opinion, kind of announce himself as the best player in college football emphatically in the Clemson Notre Dame game, and eh, we'll see. You, you don't think so? I think he's the best. Like, we'll, we'll play off Clemson's back. That's why I never I never bought all the, like, oh, Clemson's not as good anymore. They do this every year. They have some scares during the season. They don't look as good. And then the playoffs come, and they're just amazing. I think they're going to win the title this year, personally. Uh, I might agree with you, actually. So yeah. let's just – I think that Bama has a better offense, but our defense is soft, man. I'm – ATN and Lawrence, they're gonna they're gonna mess that defense up. Yes. So, so, so <laughs> Devontae Smith is a minus one seventy favorite. And you know what? I think those could be good odds. And you are right that they're a receiver won in nineteen ninety one, but that was also Desmond Howard who kind of cemented it with a special teams performance. Cool, cool. But like I was just comparing this to Tim Brown's like he had a, a similar bump yeah. at the end of the year that was very similar to this. So it's kind of historic company for the number two receiver on the Alabama depth chart. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. And he was like the, the fourth, uh, lastly, when you had Judy and rugs. Yeah. I love Devonte, man. What a, what a fun player to watch. Yeah. And I mean, and great I, offense. I just love that offense. And I mean, I know he's, it's not an underdog story, but in terms of how far this guy came from a, in a year, like he, he, he did something more meaningful than what Rudy did. Yep. <laughs> him and uh he and Najee Harris are too like just the the fifth the coming back for that fifth year just helped them catastrophic like huge huge it couldn't have gone better they're just like different players than they were before and they were great before yeah and the character of this Bama team all season has been you know these guys just truly care about being college football players I and- love them I love this team I, lo- I love the defense the defense has a ton of talent I'm on the fence about their DC about uh Golding but conversation for another time uh yeah no i agree with you though yeah it is it's, it's pure college football i love this season everyone's talking about asterisk i think you should put an asterisk on this season and say oh by the way this was the best season ever this ruled uh <laughs> it was harder it's more impressive to beat like 11 sec teams you know what i mean but the committee is you know garbage trash it's ridiculous notre dame's in there it's insane. No one, no one thinks they're the number four. No one thinks they're one of the four best teams in the country. How is Notre Dame still there? After because one? the college football organization, the NCAA, is uh, are worse people than the mafia. They're corrupt. They're corrupt. They don't pay their players. They exploit. It's practically slavery. All right, Sam's getting mad at me. I can feel it. But <laughs> look, I, I, it's just ridiculous. Because the logic that they're using is like, oh well. Uh, Ohio State isn't battle-tested, but they're clearly one of the four best teams. Okay, we can use that logic. That means uh, let's look at Notre Dame. No one thinks they're one of the four best teams. No. And I'm talking all this smack, so they're probably going to upset Alabama now, and I'll deserve it. (laughs) But it's like give it to Cincy. Give it to A&M. Get out of here with this. I'm I'm never buying merchandise from NCAA again. And, in fact, uh, the Props Network officially declares – a boycott on NCAA <laughs> merchandise. It's, it's coming from Sam. Sam yeah. just texted me like, "Yeah, yeah, go harder." Whoa, whoa, whoa! Go whoa. Harder. This, go harder. this is a little too hot. He's throwing, this, he's throwing stuff at me now. This is this is a little too hot for us here. This I can't go to these territories because we are, of course, a legitimate gambling site. So I know on the heels of last week's bad game show performance, you you want to have a bounce back. So let's just have a little oh, yeah. PG fun. So I made you a little game. I think you'll be good at it, but I do want to give one asterisk before we play this game. Who belongs? I I actually ran out of time. I was doing some last minute Christmas shopping and I had to hire someone to make the game for me. And the only people available were the college football playoff selection committee. So keep that in mind before you have your answers. Let's play. Who doesn't belong? Okay, yeah, can you can let's you see it. that, Eli? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore, we have George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, Roosevelt, Abe Lincoln, and the Tasmanian Devil. Um, uh, I think this should all be torn down. I'm Antifa. All right, done, I'm done, I'm done. Uh, Tasmanian Devil, I think, I think. Fingers crossed. You know what? Um, 
Abe Lincoln actually lost some early um, wrestling matches to other people, oh. so we're gonna hold that against him. You know, I knew that. You know, Ty, Tasmanian Devil. He was on a lot of T-shirts that were sold in the '90s, so we're gonna in, include him as like for crossover appeal. I hope you understand. I okay. knew. No, I knew that. That's on me. I knew that, and I forgot. Okay. All right. I'm okay. This next one, though. Next one, uh, the Beatles. Ah! The, okay, so we have who, the Beatles. Who doesn't belong? Bugs, dude. We got George, Paul, Ringo, uh, John, and then we have uh, the first image result for Scary Bug. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say uh, Pete Best did not age well. <laughs> That's actually Pete Worst picture. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Darn it, Joel. All right, I messed up. I got it. All right, Paulie. Uh, wait, what was, uh, repeat the question. Who doesn't belong here in the Beatles? John Lennon, but they took care of that. <laughs> uh, uh, the Beatle, the, the bug, the monster. I'm sorry, it's George Harrison. Uh, he was just too far outside the mainstream. And, um, you know, it's our power five is John, Paul, Ringo, George, and uh, Mr. Best, as mentioned. And we just can't include an outsider there. So George is out. Next one. Fantastic Four, we have Michael Chiklis, this dude, this dude, Jessica Alba, and Johnny Football himself. This is for the reboot. Mm, darn. Uh, well, uh, the Invisible Woman, is that uh, his girlfriend who had to run away from him because of the abuse? I'm done. I promise. I'm done now, Sam. Uh, <laughs> uh, Johnny Manziel doesn't belong. I got this one. This one I'm 100% certain that you can't trick me on. Johnny Menzel does not belong. No, it's that. Jessica Alba. What? No. She had that Alias-like show that wasn't a big hit. Dark Angel should have been a bigger yeah, hit. So. I was a teenager, buddy. I'll it, tell you that. But you know, and we got to drop her points for just having idle hands. So we're going to take those into consideration. Give the spot like to the movie Idle Hands? Yeah, it was a pet. It was, it's not I've a great, seen it. I want to see it. It sounds sure. weak. It, it, just a weak. It's a weak title on her strength of schedule. So we got to yeah. do it. Yo, you got to give it up for Dark Angel, though, as far as that was hot for like not having like I didn't have cable growing up. Uh, yeah. I, had, I had Dark Angel and Eliminate. Dark Angel, that was hot for uh, for network. God bless. Jessica. And, didn't, and, and uh, speaking of hot and on to this next slide, we have the hottest first round draft prospects. All four of these guys will go in the first round. We have Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, Zach Wilson, Trey Lance and disgraced former Penn State D coordinator Jerry Sandusky. Who doesn't belong in the first round of the NFL draft? Hmm. Oh, God. Hmm. I don't like to um, exclude anybody, and I don't like to be ageist. Um, all right. I'm going to – I'm going to – you know what? You know what, dude? I know you've switcherooed me every single time, but I know what you're thinking. You're thinking this time he's going to gonna try to try to outsmart me and I'm going to not do the switcheroo, but I'm outsmarting you double. I'm saying it's Jerry Sandusky that don't belong. I, I wish you would prove me wrong. I wish I'm dying. You know, it's what? actually Trey Lance. He's got no D1 experience. So I think we just have to go with, you know, the D1 experience and give the way that factor over everything. Oh, uh, you're right. You're right. This okay. is on me. I should have known. Okay, next one. We have our, our last one. The money, see? All right, go ahead. <laughs> okay, so we have famed NWA and WCW stable, the Four Horsemen, and uh, who doesn't belong here? Meet what? Make the money, see? Meet what? Get the honey, see? Uh, I don't know. Meet what? I don't belong to. Meet what? That's pretty good. That's a good meat what? I haven't died. I could do a better one. It's been a decade since I remember the show existed. <laughs> it's a, been a decade since any of the men pictured remembered anything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, Meatwad, though, is my, my answer. I'm sorry. Arn Anderson, he doesn't no, that's, belong. That's what I'm calling, what I'm calling Meatwad. <laughs> okay. You got one. You got it right. <laughs> so keep it going for Eli. He's one out of five, and who doesn't belong? And... Uh, let that thank you, college football playoff selection committee, for helping me out with making the game show this week. I appreciate it, guys. So yeah, that that was fun. So yeah, the, it, everything is corrupt in college football, except for this slate of games we're about to talk about yeah, right yeah, we here. Yeah, focus on the good. Let's focus on the positive, baby. I'll try to not get riled up and call for revolution. No <laughs> okay, don't do it.
So let us begin. Let's do this in chronological order. We have December 24th, the New Mexico Bowl, live from Frisco, Texas. (laughs) (laughs) Amelia Bedelia booked these bowl games. (laughs) We have Hawaii versus Houston. So Houston... Houston is a 13-point favorite, and I don't know if you guys remember. I don't know if you guys were even alive in 2003, but these guys played an absolute classic. Mm-hmm. Three-overtime game on Christmas Day, followed by a brawl on the field. So, I'm, 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 hope, I'm, I'm putting my money on the Rainbow Warriors for both. No, uh, Houston is a 14-point favorite. Yeah, uh, thirteen is what I is what I saw, and I, I I can actually bring up the props network, you know, line selection tool, so we can look at it. I'll get it in a second here. So yeah, cool. uh, do you like that, Joel? Um, I I actually like the over in this game. I think that's, yeah, that yeah yeah I like that better, way better. Yeah, so I think that's Houston's, the way to go here, and it's fine. I don't know. And you know what, Houston, they've lost a lot of games to COVID this year. The Rainbow Warriors haven't had any, and they've just been scheduled for five games. And, you know, this is like kind of two 500 teams, two teams that maybe could have been explosive crossover successes in different years, but didn't make it over the hump this year. So I expect a lot of points in this game based on just the conferences. It's Houston and Hawaii. You can just hit that over of... 58 and a half, I think. And you can just pound that in your sleep. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's, that's a pretty safe bet, I'd say. I'll be rooting for the um, Rainbow Warriors. Yeah, and I mean... I like, I like Yeah, and like, the only issue with the Rainbow Warriors is their quarterback takes a lot of sacks, and good news, you know what? Houston's got a terrible defense, so it works they out do. there. And so let's look at that line. It, oh, the line has dropped, actually. I don't know if you can see this. Houston is now favored by 10 at some sports books. That's where it opened. And then you can see the comparison better business there for FanDuel as opposed to DraftKings. So it seems like DraftKings is not the one to go for here. So next one, chronologically, I got a lot of do a lot of computer work here. So bear with me. It's Christmas day. I don't know what you'll be doing on Christmas after you unwrap all that coal, but maybe you'll be t- tuning in. Santa, Santa saw me take that quiz. I like, didn't do good enough. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, another thing to blame on the the committee. I would like cool, actually, unironically. It's very cold. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think you were saying sentences. So this game, it's Marshall at Buffalo. Yes. It's, Can't wait. Can't it's, wait. It's Buffalo minus Action. three and a half. And let me just give this one the caveat. Buffalo can go to hell. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's ridiculous. But I'm going for the Mac. Patterson's playing, which rules. I think Vantrese is playing. I think they're going to be mad. And I like, I'm like. I'm a Marshall fan. I like Marshall. I think um, it's going to be a good game. I think Buffalo's going to win. I'm trying to think about what, what do you think about that, that three and a half? It's a dang half point. What do you think? And I, I just have to respect the Buffalo team I saw all season. It, they, yeah. they just get a weird energy about them when they approach the Mac championship game. So, you know what? I think they're going to bounce back here. This is how they can save their season. So three and a half points against, yeah, they both looked bad last week, but Marshall looked bad against Rice. And yeah, I'm going to weigh that. Uh, Rice, Rice is not a slouch. Rice, it's easy to underestimate this year. But um, but uh, your point still stands. In- uh, yeah, Marshall, I like. Their defense uh, didn't look as great uh, last go around. But I think their, their defense will be better. But, I mean, I also don't know that they faced uh, – off the top of my head, have they faced anyone like Patterson? I don't know. I mean, how many people are like Patterson? The only yeah, running that's what I'm saying. I don't know. the only running back I saw who was as good as Patterson last weekend was wearing eight on Ohio State. Oh yeah, Trey Sermon and hey, Najee did pretty good too. Yeah, uh, I, I didn't watch that game. I fell asleep to be perfectly honest with you. <laughs> but this game, and like that's the infuriating part of a, a Buffalo money line loss last weekend. It's not the money. It's not the loss. It's the fact that tuning into that game, they were clearly the better team. Bowling Green, they it just seemed like Buffalo didn't take them seriously, and they had to battle their way back in for all the Bowling, second half. Bowling they, Green? 
I'm sorry. Who 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 did they lose to in the MAC championship? Uh, Ball State. Ball State. Forgive me. I watched that game right after finals week ended. So my brain. I mean, good for Ball State. I'm happy for them. But dang, <laughs> I didn't expect it. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely stunning outcome. And it seemed like when they ran behind Patterson, they could do anything they wanted. So I think it's going to be an angry Buffalo team. And I I love the three and a half for them here. I think the fact that Patterson's coming back for this game should say something about the mindset of the team, to be honest. Yeah, they they were a team that was all about their business this year. And they... I just mean, I mean, he's like mad. Like, he's like, no, I ain't going out like that. Uh, The Bama Florida game was pretty exciting. Yeah, Bama Florida game. It went how I expected it to go, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, I turned it off at halftime because Alabama had it so firmly in hand, and it seemed like Florida made some fireworks. That's, uh, yeah, you really exposed how, how recently you became a college football fan. Come on, 18 points in an SEC championship game? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I didn't rest. Well, you know, I never rest. I don't rest till the clock hits zero. So maybe I'm just a weirdo like that. Yeah, and at that point, I'd watched. Uh, Nine and a half hours of college football on the day, so I needed to rest up for the eleven hours of NFL I was going to watch on Sunday. So hey, just cut the NFL out of your life; you'll be happier. Uh, I, I, I'm happier. I can't do it. Why would I ever give up on the Detroit Lions? What a fulfilling never relationship. Given up on you. Yeah is is there a Gasparilla Bowl? No, I don't think so. Is I the mean, Gasparilla Bowl off? Yeah, Carolina. Did they? Is, is they trying to find a replacement for for the Gamecocks? They are trying to find a replacement for the Gamecocks. And if you haven't been following the South Carolina Gamecocks, they withdrew from the Gasparilla Bowl matchup against UAB after developing a sense of dignity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How about the, UAB, huh? Yeah, the two win Gamecocks weren't gonna go in. We're going to go do a bowl? What's going on here? Yeah, yeah. I don't know why they. it's weird that they were going to go in the first place. I don't understand that at all. Yeah, and I mean, now that UAB doesn't have their, an opponent, it's only five, It's only three days away, so it, I don't think this game's going to happen. So, so. But UAB, uh, they, I think they're happy with how they finished the season. <laughs> yeah. Although I, it sucks for them. I, I'd like them to get that bowl, obviously. Yeah, I, I think that's perfectly fine, and – you know, their head coach is going to get hired away to a better job. So congrats to UAB on a great season. The program's in a great state. I'm sorry you guys don't have a bowl game to really celebrate it with. But there is every reason to celebrate in this next game on the 26th of December. We have the Cure Bowl. We have the championship for our hearts. Liberty versus Coastal Carolina. Mixed feelings, mixed feelings. On the one hand, I think it's going to be a very fun game to watch. On the other hand, I think it's a slap to Coastal Carolina a little bit. A little, uh, a little yeah, bit. A lot of it, I'd say. Uh, Coastal, I, they did it all wrong. Uh, first of all, Texas A&M, the way I would have done it, because Texas A&M, first of all, they got done dirty. They should have been in the playoff. But, uh, you know, ching, ching, money, Notre Dame. Uh, but uh, Texas A&M, so... They're going to be done dirty no matter what, so they deserve better. But like, I would have loved to see something like uh, uh, who are the like, like Cincy Georgia is good, but I would have liked to see like BYU Miami or BYU UNC, and then uh, Texas A and M Coastal Carolina or something like that. I think they deserve that. I think they deserve more than good for Liberty. I love Liberty, but Liberty should also get maybe uh, not not like a, an A and M tier team, but like a, a Power Five team. And I'll accept that argument. If Coastal Carolina wins this game, because uh, Liberty is a very good football team, they owe a loss to Coastal Carolina because the team that Coastal was and was loved for this season, they kind of stole Liberty's spot. That was their position. They beat Iowa State. And you know what? I'm going to be on Liberty here. I'm sorry, Chanticleers Nation, but look at the math. Ooh, spicy. Look at the math. Last week, this game was in Coastal Carolina, and Coastal was a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Now, this game is moving to a neutral site, and Liberty's, in, Liberty's a seven-point underdog. Tell me what's changed. What's worth three-and-a-half oh, points? Fear yeah, the it mullet. Might, yeah, it might be smart Fear to— Fear the mullet. No, I think I think um, I think that uh, Coastal's going to win, but if it's seven points, yeah, yeah, I think that Liberty might 
has a good shot at covering that or covering the spread. Yeah. Yeah. Seven points. And you know what? Their money line here is actually one of the better values on the whole weekend. You can get them for 220. And you see in some places, like if you go to FanDuel in New Jersey, you can get them plus seven and a half points. That's an incredibly generous line. Yeah. Uh, So I, I hate fan, to- fan duel in New Jersey is when two Devils fans bump into each other in a parking lot. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't yeah. worth saying. I, I was like, should I say this? It's probably not worth saying. I said it and instantly I regret it. But let's move on. I mean, the most unbelievable thing was that there are Devils fans in New Jersey still. Bro, there has been <laughs> retired for a long time, my friends. And I know they play in Newark, and that was just what I pictured. So if I didn't picture the horrifying Newark experience that it is getting off public transit, I was right there with you. But I'm not <laughs> with you on this bet either. I'm going to be backing the Liberty money line just because there's good mathematic value. No, I think I said I agree with you, though, right? Yeah. I, yeah just, for them, just for them to cover. I, don't, I think Coastal's going to win, but I think Liberty might cover that, yeah. Yeah, and so let's move on to... We have the Raging Cajuns. Yes. They are 13 and a half point favorites. They're playing University of Texas San Antonio. Antonio. What up, Roadrunners? And they're big favorites. This is the Serve Pro First Responder Bowl. So, you know, if you got us through the COVID pandemic, this is your thank you. You get to go to this game. Soprano season two? Yeah. Um, yeah, so 13, yeah, like I'm a big Cajuns fan. Uh, I, it's big spread. Uh, what do, what do you think? I, I, I wish the spread was a little bit lower. A lot of the Cajuns games have been close. They've won a lot, but it's very often close. Yeah. But um, it seems like the Cajuns have been able to really blow some teams out of the water here. And it seems like UTSA might not be up to their weight class. Yeah, no, I think that's just going to lose. I'm just wondering if, like, two touchdowns is a little bit. Um, like, uh, I don't know. They did good against uh, – Frank Harris uh, had a good game uh, last time. I think it was against, like, North Texas, though, so it's not huge statement. But uh, – you taking Louisiana cover? I think – yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm I, taking, I think they will. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think so. I just get – I got to think about it for a minute anytime it's up there, especially with the um, – and as we've gone through through the games this season, there is kind of a trend where, you know, I like the 13, 14 point favorites. I think, you know, if if there are these weight class matchups, I think we had them with Iowa a lot over the course of the season where it's just like a team's had a played a tougher schedule than their opponent. You yeah, think their personnel is yeah, yeah. better. You back them. And yeah, I think the Cajuns fit every every possible objective for that. Hell yeah, Levi gonna go off. And then you know we have. I don't know if you want to pay much attention to the LendingTree.com Bowl, Western Kentucky versus Georgia State. I <laughs> uh, I'd go with Georgia State. I think um, Western Kentucky. I think they have a decent defense. Georgia State. I think I don't know if the stat held, but somewhere midseason. Georgia State had some weird thing where in the Sun Belt, they both had the uh, uh, the most points scored per game and the most points given up per game. I don't know if they uh, – I, I guess I haven't really checked in on Georgia State since then, if they've tightened up or not, but uh, on defense, I don't think that Western Kentucky is going to be able to uh, – I, I think they'll be outmatched. I think, I think Georgia State what, – what's the spread? The spread is four to Georgia State and the over – the over-under okay. here, and you can see how easy it is to compute these on the Props Network. The over-under right here is 56 and a half. So, yeah, maybe Georgia State in the over is the play here. Yeah, uh, that, that, that sounds good to me. I think the – yeah, I think – I think yeah, I think the Panthers are on another level than uh, – they're not great, but, you know, yeah, I, I, think, I think they'll, they'll take care of business. And then I, I do think there are a couple games on this slate where tying in the point total to a spread result makes a lot of sense. This is one of them. And, yeah, I think that's the play there. Maybe a lesser unit bet because you might not be able to find it on TV. But, you know, well, play it, it. it nonetheless. I'm finding it. 
Oh, and now illegal streaming is a felony. Yeah, only if you do it for profit, which you will do if you follow these picks. <laughs> and so let's move on to the 29th. We have the Cheez-It Bowl. Yeah. And this, we've got Oklahoma State. They're a two-and-a-half-point favorite against Miami. And I would be more excited about this matchup at any other week during the college football season. I don't know about you. Yeah, I, I think so. In the midst of all these other bowl games, this is definitely not high on my list of ones to check out. Um, huh, I'm trying to I'm trying to picture that that Miami offense going up against that that defense. What's the line? The line here is roughly three points. I'll pull it up right there for you. I um I guess I think I would not fuck freak with this one. I would not mess with this one. Sorry. Yeah, I I might not bring this one one up almost from a passive aggressive point of view. Yeah, I'm I so, also don't care about it. Yeah, that's another point. I want to talk about different teams. <laughs> like these teams, I kind of fell in love <laughs> with I them. Like, I like Okie State, man. I'm disappointed that it looked like they were going to do a little bit more, and I think they'll get it together for next season. But go ahead, I'm sorry. And these were teams where I I didn't want to buy the buy into the hype on them. I eventually did, and then I felt disappointed that I did. Like both these teams failed me so they had good seasons though they did but when when it was their chance when the entire college football Mm -hmm. position machine was behind them and they were in a position to change their program they didn't do it well i could have told you my i never i did not buy i haven't bought miami in a minute and uh i like them as a uh an entity but i hope they get it together but i i never bought them at all this season okie state i did buy but i also was realistic i also knew that this was this is always always it's more likely they're going to actually just end up winning losing two games or something like that and it'll be the same old same old in the title picture yeah and just by i think miami is actually the play here if they're getting three points i actually was i i hang out in some data science forums and a lot of models you know miami is the favorite pick across the entire goals that's where the industry is (laughs) Only during Art Basel, my friend. So there are some math nerds who really love Miami in this game. I know that's not a handle report, but these guys do some pretty good work. I've been, I've, it's on towards datascience.com if you're curious. But because of that alone, I'm going to be investing in Miami here. All right. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you, you profit by following the nerds. Hey, no, if the nerds do it, I'm, I'm, I'm personally scared of that one. But hey, the nerds, the nerds are smarter than me. That's why they're nerds. I get to be cooler. And I'll take it. And then, come on, I cannot believe this line. I would be backing the other team before I saw it, but we have the Valero Alamo Bowl, Texas mm-hmm. versus Colorado. Texas, I know it's the Alamo Bowl. Thirteen and a half point favorites. Oh man, BYU Texas. That would have been sick, right? Yeah, I hate the committee. Yeah. Trash, trash human beings. I hope they okay. What are we what are we talking about? We're talking Texas and Colorado. Texas, Colorado, Stop. yeah. The bull match is not as good as the one I just suggested. You you can you can talk about AM, but stop talking about BYU. <laughs> BYU rules. You were talking about BYU for the whole first half of the season. Yeah, they're great. We're gonna be talking about Zach Wilson. Plenty, so we don't need to do any more right now. How about uh, Coastal Carolina, Texas? Then, so what, what's the line on this one? Thirteen and a half. Oh dang, uh, that's a huge line. And like, if it's t- under ten, I'm blindly backing Texas. Yeah, here. But I was about to. I was about to just completely like, yeah, Texas. But I just didn't think it would be that high. I thought it was gonna be like seven points or something, Texas. Yeah, and ah, dang, that sucks. You know, I, I'm close to. I'm close to recommending. I just can't. Texas is too. They got better and better, I'd say, but they still had that kind of unpredictability. You just never know when, you know, when, uh, look, when homeboy's carrying the whole team, if, if, if Sam has an off day, the team's going to have an off day, and everyone has an off day now and then. So I just can't recommend, yeah, 13, 13 and a half points. And there might be something to Pac-12 teams having a chip on their shoulder. Colorado. Yeah, that, that won't work. They're too sucky. Yeah, they're it too sucky. It won't matter. Maybe the math makes me inclined to bet Colorado here, but I think it, they could cover that. Yeah, yeah. Sam Norris is a good. I like him. I like Colorado. I, yeah, yeah. I think I might agree with you. It's just 
I really I agree with you on everything you said about Texas. They've gotten better as the season goes on. Ellinger is a very capable quarterback, but 13 and a half against a team that's going to be disrespect feel disrespected, I'm maybe going to back the underdog. Yeah, I would I would go with Colorado there. Okay, I'm glad. That'll be a fun game too. I'll, I'll probably I'll watch that one. I'll yeah. probably watch all of them honestly. And like we're almost to the game I cannot yeah. wait to discuss. Um, but we got to go to December 30th and we got to get through a couple other games to get there. And first of all, we have the Duke's Mayo Bowl. And that, and that makes sense because this game boring. is as bland as it gets. <laughs> Vanilla bland. Wake Forest at Wisconsin. This a was bowl of mayo. The t- yes. The t- this just, I'm so glad the two and three Badgers are in a bowl game. Let this team have one final opportunity to just kick me in the teeth. <laughs> yeah, they done us dirty this year. I still, I, I, I always like, I always like the Badgers, and I still do. They did kind of. This is a wonky year. They got all wonky, and I think they called. They just called Wake Forest because only students there will be awake throughout this whole game. <laughs> uh, I'm not. I, I'll watch it. I, I think I'm going to watch all the bowl games, but. Uh, uh, this sucks. What's the pick? I always forget that we're supposed to be like talking about gambling and just like saying what sucks. All right. I'm taking Wake Forest here. Wisconsin can go to hell. They're getting seven <laughs> points. I'm taking them. They've shown a great propensity to pile up points throughout the ACC season. And, you know, maybe Wisconsin, we saw them lose to the vertical passing inclined Northwestern team. So maybe we'll see Wake Forest have some success. In any case, these teams are no nothing to write home about. I don't see a reason to give Wisconsin seven points against any Power 5 team on a neutral slate. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, so take the dog. It's drastically different styles, and, like, the over-under here is 52-and-a-half, and it'll either be shattered one way or another, it will not be close to that line. Yeah. It's, we're looking at like 44, 38 or like 17, <laughs> 14, one or the other. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And okay. We have the trans perfect music city bowl in Nashville. Maybe we can send Donnie to the trans perfect music city bowl, Iowa versus Missouri. And I'm feeling a little feisty here. We see that Iowa is favored by a lot. Oh, no. Yes. The Dang, Haw- Missouri's weird. Missouri's weird. The Hawkeyes, they're, uh, they're favors. They're, uh, they're over two touchdown favorites. They're uh, minus 15 points. Like so let's go on. Let's move up. Let's not look at the spread on the, on the Props Network calculator. Let's look at the money line. Ching, ching. So the money line will go down, and the Missouri Tigers plus 510. What do we know about the Missouri Tigers? We know they have a good run defense. What what do we know about Iowa? What is their offensive identity? They are run-heavy offense. I mean, the matchup kind of indicates a close game. I love Missouri plus 14 and a half points. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be taking I like that, too. I'm going to be taking that this is a classic sprinkle move. If you think Spencer Petrus is great, but he's inconsistent. So we'll see. If you think there's a slam dunk on a, a, a bet getting like a lot. So you bet 25 on Missouri spread, right? And then you put, yeah. then you put 10 on the money line. You make your bonus bet of the day. Cause I think the money line is a really great value. Yeah, that sounds about right. Sounds like you know what you're talking about. I like that. I, I definitely know. Yeah, Missouri to cover. Uh, definitely. I like all your points on that. And we, we saw Missouri get embarrassed by Georgia, but you know what? Uh, that matchup wasn't good for him. Georgia was playing vertically through yeah. the air, and mm-hmm. that's not what how Iowa was going to play. Like Georgia debuted such a different look for their entire offense that it was kind of understandable that Missouri got blown out. But Iowa... They play right into their hands. Schematically, this is a toss-up to me, and the line yeah. is crazy. 
it's not a, a Georgia probably has a better defense than Iowa as well. Uh, yeah, I, I like I like I like Missouri here. Uh, and and I, think, we, I think I think Connor's a really fun quarterback to watch. And uh, yeah, this is a fun. This is actually yeah. Now that I, this is one that I kind of wasn't excited about, but now the more I think about it, I'm like, okay, yeah, this one could be this one could be really good. Yeah, and like I think this is one of the better matchups out of the whole bowl season. It's not yeah. what you would expect. And like, granted, like I'm a little worried at how good Iowa has been playing, but I still think just knowing what I do about football, Missouri's the pick here. Love yeah. him. Drinkwitz will come up with some some good some good schemes. He'll 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 have he'll have them have them prepared real nice. And I think I'm gonna you know what? Is this wild? Is wild. You get wild. You getting wild? You getting wild? You know, I don't know. I don't know, Eli. I think I'm just gonna leave this money line calculator up for okay. our next game. Okay, okay. So let's go to the cotton bowl. We have this is a great matchup. Top ten duel, Oklahoma and Florida. And we see that. Oklahoma is plus money here, plus 132 at DraftKings, plus 125 at PointsBet, and this is about as even as a matchup as it gets. I like it. I but can't wait for this game. It's an even matchup between personnel, but where are they at in their points of the season? Florida, they had a great start. They, they had a terrible loss to LSU. They could have rallied for the SEC championship, but they've they just came been very close. But they've just been taken disappointment after disappointment. On the other hand, Oklahoma stumbled out of the gate, but they've kind of answered every question I've had about them. They've achieved their potential, and they—I know it was close—but they blew out a extremely motivated and talented and well-coached Iowa State team. Yeah, I love Oklahoma here. Uh, I can't tell if it's my personal, just like, I don't even dislike Oklahoma. They just kind of annoy me. Uh, they're never as good as people pretend. So I'm just conditioned to think that they're not as good as people are pretending. Uh, what's the line on that? Okay. So I, I like the money here, but if you're going to take the, yeah, bet, I just want to think on it. It's Oklahoma plus three and a half. And the over under is I think 58 and a half. So yeah. Yeah, I guess Oklahoma there. I think that if I would predict, I think Florida will win by like three points or something like that. So I think, yeah, taking Oki might not be stupid. And also it's very unpredictable. Maybe they're just going to win. I don't know. I think Florida's a slightly better team, but we'll see. But you're you're going to – so I'm taking Oklahoma. I'm taking yeah, their I'm, money I'm, line, and I'm tying it to the over of 58-and-a-half because – You're getting wild. I mean, I think both teams are in the 30s here. That's – a completely reasonable bet, I think. And you know what? I like this Oklahoma team. I'm a Spencer Rattler believer. And I, I think like Spencer. And I think I they, like all the players. And Oklahoma has every reason to make a statement here because of how wide open the college football field is next season. Fields yeah. is gone. Lawrence is gone. Mac Jones, he might be like a seventh-year senior. We don't know. He'll be sick. He's going to get a, a, a PhD, seven PhDs before Alabama lets him. Well, you got to think. It, it depends on how uh, people react because you like Georgia lost to Bama. Uh, they tend to. Uh, and uh, sorry, I just don't like Kirby Smart. It's a piece of garbage. Uh, uh, they lost to Bama, and then they had Texas, and they lost. So I think that they went in there sleepwalking and got beat by also a good Texas team. Uh, I have a feeling that Florida might have an opposite approach and might still be doing the whole we feel disrespected thing. And Trask, uh, there's a chance that he might, you know, be one of the final three and then not get the Heisman. He might get the Heisman. Who knows? But if he gets the Heisman, they're not winning the game. But there's, not, he's not getting the Heisman. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I'm, cuckoo the split, if the Bama, I'm talking about the Bama split, which, again, would probably favor Trevor Lawrence more than Trask. But uh, – I could see Trask going off, you know? I don't know. I, I, I would bet, yeah, I think Oki's good here. I think that, like I said, I think Florida's going to win by three points. So I think that Oki will cover the three and a half. Yeah, and I just... And all, all the other stuff you said, I believe you sound correct. Yeah, and it's just like college football is going to be so wide open next season that a team with a known commodity at quarterback and a big-name head coach is pretty well positioned to take home the championship. Yeah, if Radler really arrives here, and I think he has, like he's he made plays in that Iowa State game, 
that were absolutely next level, I think that that campaign starts right here. And I think Oklahoma knows that. I hear you. Yeah, I think they will. And I like I like, I like Lincoln Riley more than more than Dan Mullen. So, yeah. Dang, this is an awesome. It'll be a, it's going to be a fun game between two teams I don't really like. <laughs> yeah, so it's going to be an awesome slate of the weekend. So my favorite picks, I like those Missouri and Oklahoma picks, the last two. I think they're the most fun. But best value, I, I still think it's Liberty. I'm sorry, Chanticleers. You can, throw, you can burn my honorary PhD. <laughs> I ju- I'm just following the numbers. All it takes is being a fan of that. Like PhDs for everyone. You're. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, they gave me a PhD. I mean, they have a good PR program. There's a reason they have Dustin Johnson out there proselytizing for the Chanticleer brand. <laughs> that, that stadium's fun. I, I don't know, but it looks like you could just walk right outside of it onto a beach. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I want to I want to watch a game in a speedo next year. That's yeah, my yeah. dream. Make it happen, Myrtle Beach. So, what's your ge- favorite game for the weekend? What am I like looking forward to the most? Yeah. Ooh, tough question. Um, well, you got me kind of excited about uh the Missouri game now, which it was not one of my favorites before. Uh I I mean, I'm a, again, I think Coastal's done dirty, but I think the Coastal Liberty game it's probably going to be the funnest one uh, to sit and enjoy. Uh, I think Missouri is going to be fun. Uh, what else we got? What else? I got a real bad short-term memory. What What are the games we got? Uh, Wake Wisconsin Wake Forest. No, we've got Marshall and Buffalo, which is yeah, 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 yeah. That one I'm looking forward to a lot. Yeah, yeah. So my money is going to be on Buffalo. The over in in the, the New Mexico Bowl in Texas, and on Buffalo, on Liberty. And then I'm probably going to stay away from the games on the 29th, and I'm going to stick with the Missouri money line and the Oklahoma money line, and I'll be taking the over in that game as well. BYU. BYU. Plenty of Zach Wilson talk to come, and plenty of talk from us. Eli, you going to come on next week? We're going to talk about the big boys? You know it. And if you if you like the job we did on these ones, just imagine what we'll do for games that actually matter. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll catch you soon, my friend. Uh, am I? I'm, I'm out. Out. Yeah, I, th- I think you're out. Out. Uh, All right, I'm gonna. I'm gonna actually bounce then. Cool. cool. See you soon, my friend. Merry Later, y'all. Merry Christmas. All right, we have fun with Eli Sayers every Wednesday. Brian's back. What's up, Brian? What's up? How you excited for this bowl season? I'm. I just want that. The Buffalo Marshall game is going to be. I think it's going to be a war. Uh, I'm really. Buffalo needs this win so bad just for their their program. They have to win this game. It's yeah. no I mean you could win a national championship and your program won't have as much at stake as Buffalo does. Exactly. They're yeah, yeah their self-worth is tied into this game so back them all the way. Yeah. And back us all the way. If you like the Props Network products, if you like these specialized deep dives into niche college football games, Smash that subscribe button on YouTube. Smash that subscribe button at TPN The Walk On, on iTunes, on Spotify, on Google Play, Audible. Is this an audiobook? It could be if you just hit subscribe and support us at the Props Network. We do great coverage. Steve Clark from Sports Illustrated fame. He writes a column where he bets every game of the week. Donnie Sengstek, a Vanderbilt student with insight into the SEC because he does dirty like that. He writes a college football blog every week, so it's amazing content. Props Network on YouTube, thepropsnetwork.com for our columns, for our futures tools, for our live line comparisons. We're trying to help the gambler, but we can't do that unless the gambler helps themselves. (laughs) I'm out of breath, Brian. You You always do. I'm, 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 I'm tired. I've got so much to do. I've got to go do the toy drive for the kids at the hospital after this. But I want to give out one gift here to our viewers. And there's a Christmas gift on the NFL Week 16 slate. And you're a part of it. So we got a three-team, six-point team teaser. Oh, boy. We've got the Bucks against the Lions. Mm-hmm. We've got the Browns against the Jets. Yes, yes. And then we've got the Bears against the Jags. 
by Perfect. each of these games to less than a field goal. It'll be plus money, and it is the best bet on the entire table for the NFL Week 16 slate. Yeah, I'm with you. There, there. You, that Bears one is perfect. I think that's the uh, the bow on the top of the Christmas tree right there. Yeah, because Bucks, their personnel is a terrible matchup for the Lions' defense because they're breathing and walking, and they're also <laughs> like perfect to play this defense. And then the Browns, they're going to be taking the Jets seriously. They should be able to control this game in the trenches quite thoroughly. I know they have a center injury that's pretty costly, but should be a Browns romp. Yeah, no, their center's good. Just their uh, right guard, but right. I mean, he but he plays center. That, that's the fun thing. The that rookie that uh, we got in the fifth round used to play. Well, always played center at Washington, and now we moved him to right guard, and he he's. He's doing great, and I'm excited to see that transformation. Yeah, so it's going to be a great slate. And then the Bucks, the Bears, and the Jaguars, rather, they are, yeah, maybe seven and a half is tough, but the Jags, they're having a QB converse competition in week. It's Wednesday, and they have the guys sharing reps. That's a recipe for a loss against <laughs> a good defensive line. Oh, that is a cookbook of disaster right there. Yeah, the Jaguars will not be so inept as to lose one of these games. They cannot. There will be riots in the streets of Jacksonville. A jet ski will be thrown through the mayor's window. So put the Bears in that teaser. Yeah, you don't want that. You want the mayor's house to be happy so Trevor Lawrence can walk past and be like, I like this place. Exactly, and he will, thanks to their efforts behind this Christmas teaser. Bears, Bucks. Browns, the killer bees for the Christmas tease. Battlestar Galactica. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, and then buy yourself a DVD of Battlestar Galactica, the best investment you can get. I also like the Brown spread. It's less than 10. They're going to win that game by 10. It, a playoff berth is on the line. They're not messing around. With that Steelers door wide open now. Oh, boy. Yeah, They're and... I also like the Steelers. They are getting plus money as a home team against the Colts. Wow, that's going to be a good one. Yeah, and like, I know the Colts are great. I respect them, but I think this D-line should be able to take on Phil Rivers. I have no, yeah, Roethlisberger has shown some awful things because he's an old guy playing in the cold, but the other team also has an old guy playing in the cold at QB. <laughs> well, it's going to be a good one, though, because I feel like – uh, Colts defense is is healthy and ready to go, so that it's going to be a really good test for for those Steelers. Yeah, I think so, but they have to be up to it. This have, is oh, their. I'm with you. Yeah, and in my hierarchy of team, I didn't buy into the Steelers hype, but I always kind of had them. I think they're better than Indianapolis because of their offensive weaponry. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Maybe Jonathan Taylor changes that, but on the road in a must-win game when the whole world is... It, the fact that it's plus money for them, the fact that I could just get 27 from betting on 25 from them to win, it makes me love it. Steelers yeah. all day here. Good. And then I kind of like the Giants getting 10.5 against the Ravens. <laughs> it, it does feel one of, like, one of those games of uh, there might be some magic in the air, you know? Yeah, and just in playing styles, like the Giants, they're built to play teams like the Ravens, like mm -hmm. their defense goes, their their defense is based in 1974. Right. So is uh, the Ravens' <laughs> offense. It works out perfectly. Yeah. Oh, their corners hurt. Well, the Ravens don't have any receivers. It works out great. It's totally fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and ten and a half is a huge line. You you can, the Ravens can be in control. They're just not going to be able to score at will. So you got to like the Giants here. Yeah. Ooh, I, I I'm very convincing to you today. Oh, I mean, it's they're they're easy picks here. It's I mean, it, 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 they're, it when, when you get down to the end of the end of the regular season, these picks just come out easy. Yeah, and like, let's take our last game for example. Like, these are gifts from Vegas. Like, take the sure things. Eagles at Cowboys. Eagles are one and a half point dogs. That's yeah. You that's uh, bang bang all of that. That's that's a, that's an easy one. That's gonna be a great great Jalen Hurst game. Yeah, the Cowboys, they've come out. They're playing for draft position even while being alive for the division. Yeah. I don't think they have any linebackers playing this game. So, yeah, 
Their defense is so banged up. Their offense has been banged up all year. Eagles all day. Eagles all day. We're we're getting rich. But <laughs> next time next time this show airs, I'll be the Monopoly man. You will be the Monopoly man. I'll just have my regular dollars. So, <laughs> but that's okay because we'll okay. we'll invest them together. I got a penny stock doing well. I'll talk to you off and off oh, about cool. off air. But it's it's been great spending this year with you, Brian. I I hope you and yours have the merriest of holidays. You too. You tell that cutie dog there that uh, she she has a good good Christmas. And I think she will. Thanks for sharing the thrills with us on the walk on. Um, we will be. I have a very special pro gambler picks dropping on Friday. I'm gonna go film them tonight. And uh, yes, I wrote a poem. Oh, I can't wait. Twas the day after Christmas. Yes. Hey, we're betting the house because the Week 16 slate is full of blowouts. <laughs> That's just a little preview. I'm going to go film it with Joff after the toy drive. But Great. I got to go get that toy drive done. Do so, that. Get it done. Okay. So for TPN, the walk-on, this is Joel Walkowski walking off. Happy holidays. Enjoy football, enjoy gambling, enjoy your family. Mwah.